When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Uh, and he's really just grown uh, from day one. Um, I think he's got an incredibly bright future. He's already a superstar in this league, in my mind, and no better way to build your offense, uh, you know, obviously through the lens of the quarterback, first and foremost, always. Uh, but when you have a weapon like that, in addition to, uh, you know, Adam, Irv, uh, Dalvin, our great guys up front on the offensive line, who it's been fun to study. Uh, Justin Jefferson's going to have a, a huge role within our offense and continue to, to ascend in this league. Cannot wait to start coaching him when we get a chance here coming up this spring. Ah ha ha! Welcome into comments from YouTube. It is Judd Zolget. It is Declan Goff, who is executive producing and co-hosting. It is not Phil Mackey. He will be back on Monday, but on this Saturday show in which we take your comments from YouTube. We obviously want to start off by thanking our sponsors, Surly Brewing Company. Um, Hopefully, since it's a Saturday right now, you are enjoying a Surly beer. More on that later. Uh, And also TCL TV. Enjoy more with with TCL as you sip your Surly. If you're watching sports, you need to be doing it on a TCL because you enjoy more. And quite frankly, you're not doing it right if you're not watching sports on a TCL TV all right, you just, before we get to the comments, Declan Goff, you just played a, a juicy soundbite that was only part of a long quote that new Vikings coach Kevin O'Connell gave to Mike Florio, pro football talk this week at the uh, Combine, in which um, O'Connell acknowledged that Justin Jefferson will be the Cooper Cup of the new look Vikings offense, um, which means, to go back to the Super Bowl, um, that if Justin Jefferson, let's just say uh, hypothetical here, okay? I'm going to make this up. Let's say that Justin Jefferson and the Vikings were playing Detroit at U.S. Bank Stadium. And in the first half, Jefferson caught seven passes and was on track for a huge day. Just a great game. And then let's say, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, how could this happen? Okay, so let's say the Lions decided to roll safety help to that side of the field to take away Jefferson. Um, and, and I just want to say something outrageous here. The Vikings didn't adjust at all. And are like, we can't throw to Jefferson. And then, and then to make it more funny and bizarre, let's say the films, he said, well, the Vikings did the right thing. They couldn't throw it. The films, he said, the films, he saw that they couldn't throw it to him. Um, okay. So that would never happen. Especially when, if Jefferson is being used by Cooper cup, you played in a game like, What's a game that would be important? Perhaps the Super Bowl? 
Right. And perhaps the uh, and perhaps Cooper Cup's uh, opponent team, let's say it's the Bengals, in the Super Bowl, took them away in the first half, covered them like a blanket, had a game plan for them. And all of a sudden, the Rams said, let's move Cooper Cup around because you know what you can't do? You can't roll help continually if the guy is never in the same place. Right. That's what the Vikings are going to do with Justin Jefferson. Can Eureka. you imagine? Eureka. What are the films, what are the films he's going to say? I know. What are they going to say when the Vikings actually make an adjustment and when they actually can throw to a guy instead of saying, well, okay, time to check her down, time to throw to Thielen more because Justin Jefferson's been eliminated. I mean, I think O'Connell might have a solution. O'Connell with uh, with Pro Football Talk says there was a huge role for Cooper because of his willingness to be completely solidified in every phase, both the run and the pass. And I see that with Justin. I see an incredible, incredible skill set, but I also see a player we can move around. We can make it hard for defenses to know where he's going to be. He doesn't have to line up in the same spot all the time. He doesn't have to run the same type of routes all the time. He's dynamic with the ball in his hands. He's willing He's willing in the run game. The guy's a special, special player. No, no, you can't. Kevin O'Connell might have gotten hired alone for that type of comment behind the scenes with the Wilfs. If and if, and if so, I, I hope so. Um, yeah, this is this is not difficult, and and this applies beyond Cooper Cup. Debo Samuel, look at Debo. Same type of thing, dude. I mean, the guy is all over the field. He's in he's in the backfield. He's in the no, slot. He's strong. He's on the outside. He's, he's strong as hell too. But yes, yes, the. The whole thing coming back to, well, they adjusted. That took our player out of it. And I said this, and I'm not a filmsy, but I said there's no way. Like, like how, long, how long has the cliched phrase been, scheme him open, been around? Right. Like, before my time, right? It's actually funny, too, because I, I feel like um, 10, 12 years ago, Percy Harvin was the, was the first type of guy that was this prototype, yep. right? I mean, per, the, the, Vikings, the Vikings used Percy in this exact type of role before there was ever a Debo Samuel, before He Cooper was Debo, Cup. right? Because he, yeah. he was stronger. I, I'm not trying to take away from the fact that I think Justin is strong. Because, I, I mean, he's a, he's a great player. So I'm in no way trying to denigrate Justin Jefferson. But I think that you hit on it. I think so. I think Percy and Debo were more, were, and Percy wasn't huge, but he was a, just a strong human being. Um, and and you know what? The Vikings also had a guy like this in their bleeping backyard uh, with them for how long? Cordell Patterson. Yeah, true. Um, again, incredibly strong. Now, flat out can't run a route, which Jefferson, Cooper Cup, I don't think Debo struggles with. I don't think Percy did either. No. So Cordero, uh, Cordero finds himself being used like Cordero in part because he couldn't run a route. But yeah, the point, you're right. Uh, Percy Harvin, Debo, and this whole, but this whole notion of any, any elite receiver and make no mistake, Justin Jefferson's elite already. Uh, oh, he's been eliminated was the most, the most foolish thing I ever heard. And, and the same people who are now bashing Zimmon crew were the ones saying, you don't understand. They couldn't throw to him. It's like, I didn't know these people aren't paying millions of dollars to be like, well, Justin Jefferson's done. So I love this and I love, but Dex, this also comes back to people are, and this is not a bad thing, but it's very important that people are now going to have to have to adjust to their roles, right? Yeah. Like Justin Jefferson is going to be your beginning, middle and end, and everyone else is going to have to find their way around him. Um, that doesn't mean that Thielen can't contribute, but it does mean that he's not the, he's not one B. 
he's now a clear cut two or three. Yeah, he's he's a freak, man, and and a freak in a good way he's that great. that 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 this is a weapon that the Vikings need to be utilizing more. And I'm I'm excited to see what he does, man. I I, th- I think we saw a little bit of this in training camp last season, and that was with Zimmer and oh. Kubiak, right? And then they kind of abandoned some of that stuff by midway through the season. It just it just seemed it just well, seemed weird. Did they abandon it, or did the quarterback not like it? I'm, I'm going to take you back to a, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take you back to a Kirk quote, and this is very important. If when I say Kirk Cousins, you tune out mentally. I'm going to give you a second here to come back, and I'm going to tell you why. Just a little little pause. Okay, I got you back, because I'm not going to do the regular Kurt stuff here. Kirk stuff here. Um, do you remember the quote? The Vikings beat the Packers at U.S. Bank Stadium. And Kirk threw a touchdown pass to Jefferson. That was a really nice play. Yeah. And then, by the way, it's the exact type of pass Kirk can throw. Like, it was a good play. And Kirk gets full credit. Jefferson made a great play, too, but that's not the point. Post-game, Kirk said something like, that's a pass I shouldn't have thrown. You think Kevin O'Connell's going to say, yeah, you're right. Don't ever take that chance again. I mean, we're talking about Justin Jefferson. If you had thrown that pass to Troy Williamson, you're an idiot. Okay. But questioning yourself for throwing to Justin Jefferson, do you realize like that's the game plan now? Mm-hmm. And if I have a quarterback who comes back and says, uh, Coach, yes, Kirk, I had to check her down because uh, Justin was covered. But Kirk, Justin's never truly covered. You're going to throw some picks now, you know. Well, I don't like to throw picks. Get out of my sight. So anyway, it, it was very interesting, though, because that pass was actually the definition of the plays you want. Risk? Yeah. Matthew Stafford took risks. He got burned right. a ton. Right. Um, the last time I checked, they are shipping a Lombardi trophy to the Rams facility because those risks also paid off. Matthew Stafford threw a no-look pass. In fact, I, I want to see this pass from Kirk to Justin. No-look pass in the Super Bowl late. Could have been incredibly irresponsible. Um, The last point. Don't forget, and this got talked about a lot, but it's important. Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup were supposedly at the Rams practice facility starting at some point last summer at essentially 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. They knew when the other one went to the bathroom. (laughs) They knew everything that you could know about a person. That's what I want to see. Speaking of... And that's an incredible... That's an important starting point too, Declan. Like, yep. don't dismiss that. Yep. Their their relationship was not just born of two talented human beings. It was born of nose to the grindstone, always working. They, you know what? Who knows, dude? They might hate each other personally. We got no clue. But they won a Super Bowl because professionally, excellence. Speaking of professionalism and excellence, that's where uh, Federated Mutual Insurance Company can come in because Federated is uh, oh, passionate okay. about the enrichment of the next generation. And they are proud of their employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or big family. And yet, there are hundreds of children in southern Minnesota still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about big brothers, big sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Shout out to Federated Mutual Insurance Company for helping us keep the lights on here at Purple Daily. It is our comments from YouTube edition, too, Judd. So we have comments here. We have comments, and let's start with this one. Uh... This is very, very dicey, and I think it's right up your alley. I think this is from our buddy Matt Anderson. He says, could oh, there could there be some bad blood between Thielen towards Cousins if his unwillingness to restructure his contract forces the Vikings 
to cut Thielen's pay. Wow. I've never thought of it till right now in that context. Sure, there could be. But I mean, here's the here's the weird thing about this league. Privately, in the Thielen household, there might be. But you know, rule of thumb in professional sports is you never discuss another man's money, right? So personally, yes. Would we see it necessarily? No. Um, either way, in the in the restructure of the Vikings, and I am not advocating that Thielen be gone, but I think either way, it's sort of a, it's not ideal, but in some ways it can be tortured into a win-win, Declan. Yeah. Because if Kirk sticking around on his current contract causes you to cut veterans, that's not a bad thing. Like, Thielen should be back, but I can't say, well, my expectations for 2022 are low, which they are, and then say, but everyone's got to come back and win. So I like the fact that this whole thing is going to force hands in some ways. Um, I do believe that Thielen probably would just simply take a renegotiated pay cut. Would that make him bit bitter at Kirk, possibly, if Kirk doesn't do something with his contract? Yeah, probably. Would he talk about it or allude to it? I don't think so, no. Yeah, I, I'm i curious on what Thielen ends up taking as a pay cut. I think because he's such a Minnesotan, we're just assuming he does. But I, I wouldn't be surprised either if he comes back and just says, no, I'm not interested in a pay cut either. I can see Thielen also making that case. Good for him, yeah. Yeah. Ideal Patriot, man. He is a New England Patriot. Yep. He is he is the ideal, I, I know, white receiver, but Bill Belichick loves those guys, man. Other comments from YouTube here. Seth says, hear me out. How do we feel about moving CJ hand to tight end and making him an elite third down pass catcher? Like Kirk has always wanted. I just had to throw this in there. For that's a good one. I had to that's throw it in there. For fun. You know, the that's funny a, thing is a guy like CJ ham, like 15 oh, years ago, actually could, could play tight end. But now yeah. the new age tight end is like these athletic, oh, are these like wide receiver athletic freaks? Yep. And he, it yep. wouldn't work. It wouldn't yep. work. No, he, he could have that's But, but it, that brings up a really good question. Is Kirk Cousins going to politic behind the scenes to keep CJ because he did become such a security blanket? Yeah. Like, is Kirk going to be like, can't we keep CJ Ham? And they're like, eh, dude, we don't use a fullback. <laughs> I know, but I love CJ Ham. Like, that will not, that would not shock me. He is, he is, Thielen and Ham are probably the ultimate, like, Kirk security blanket. Uh, Paul says, write this down. Parlay, three options here, three, three items okay. here. Number one, okay. Kirk Cousins will not play for the Vikings in 2022. Number two, either Fitzmagic, Nick Foles, or Kyler Murray will be on the Vikings roster by training camp. Wow. And three, the Vikings will have more than one first-round pick in this year's draft. So a three-item massive parlay from Paul. Well, he's saying, he's saying Cousins will bring you back another first-round pick, so that's sort of tied together. Sure. Who are the three quarterbacks again? Kyler Murray, who else? Fitzmagic and Nick Foles. I mean, you could try and bridge it with Fitzmagic or a Nick Foles, I guess. And I think Foles is, yeah, Foles got Foles got let go by the Bears, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, delicious. The only one, the only reckless speculation one there that I'm completely out on because it's not going to happen, in my opinion, is Kyler Murray. Right. But, speculation but the rest of that wouldn't shock me because i do think that they would if they do trade kirk 
very much try and get a first round pick back. Yeah, now it might be that. 2023 first round pick. But. I can see that as well. Uh, a lot of different comments from Matthews. We have two Matthews here. Uh, Matthews oh. one says, write this down. No one will offer enough for Kirk and his team won't play ball on the price. So the Vikings will let him play out his last year and he will play bad enough at some point in the season to get benched in favor of Mond or some other backup we've picked up. So he's saying that Kirk will just play out this $45 million cap it, and then he'll eventually regress so hard that KOC will be forced to bench him in favor of a, a QB two or three. Wow. Um, all right, let me sort of break that down. First of all, Kirk Cousins, I really believe in his time with the Vikings, has only played poorly enough to get benched once, and it was the Falcons game 2020 in the 20. midst of what, a one and five start? Yeah. In 2020. Um, other than that, there have been times where I think he could get booed, but I don't think he was a serious candidate to be benched. And ultimately, to go back to that Falcons game in which Kirk was awful, he didn't get benched. Um, I don't see him being benched. I do see him potentially playing out the contract. And my understanding is this. So the Vikings could put a void year on Kirk's contract, and who knows, that might tick Kirk off. But I think they can do that and then take some of the cap hurt in 2023 take away some of the, the cap hurt because they just flat out probably have to free up some cap space. But the void year is, as I just said, a void year. So he doesn't play here then. I could very much see a, a scenario in which Kirk plays a final season here um, and then walks away. Yes, I could see that. I think ideally you trade him, but that's a great point. Like you have no, Unless he says, I will do an extension with my new team, which we have no reason to think he has said at this point, that's the dicey thing, is would a team take him on? And as I think we were talking about on Mackie and Judd Dex, the next question is, what would you have to pay to get a team to take him on going into the last year of his contract? Right. Yeah, it, it's it's very complicated of the spider webs to try to figure out what uh, what Kirk Cousins would get you and how it could get there. But I have a, another reckless speculation trade idea, Judd, but before I tell you it, uh, what, what are you going to be sipping on this weekend as you ponder more reckless speculation ideas? Oh, let me see here. You know what? I am I'm going to tell you, Declan Goff, that right now I am going to be sipping on a Surly or Surlies, but it's plural in this sense. Yes, as always, Furious involved. It's my Dalvin Cook. It's a staple. It's a star. The Furious is great. But when you have this first... Surly variety pack of 2022 in your fridge. Guess what you have? You have Surly variety. And I'm going to tell you right now, that variety, we got multiple weapons, Declan. Multiple weapons. Furious out of the backfield. And I'm talking about catching passes too, chip blocking, rushing the ball. Oh, my God. But then Havoc Machine. Havoc Machine, what's what's that? That's Irv Smith on a great day. That's Irv Smith. He is he is a tight end in name only, but he is a hybrid wide receiver. The havoc machine, it's a threat. And then and then we're in the huddle, and you know who looks right at me and says, "Give me a sip." Ghost Empire Dark Lager. That's exactly right. That is. Um, let me see as I go through this. That is that's Thielen. Very reliable. Very good. And now and now I got to find a way to scheme the star open, and the star. The star of the show is the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA, which Declan Goff, a guy who likes beer, but I don't think likes beer like Sports Dad does. Mm-hmm. A guy like Declan Goff has said, Woo, 
That hyper modern Idaho seven IPA is fantastic, Judd. It is the Justin Jefferson of the collection. Surly variety pack. Hopefully you pick one up and enjoy it as much as Sports Dad does. All right. This is a, a pretty big one here from Matt. He says, Can we get you and Sports Dad to discuss the idea on a future episode of maybe a Kirk and Tua Taga Viola swap with other picks? Not a huge fan of Tua, but Sports Dad can enlighten me. And just for some context here, Judd, the Dolphins do have the most cap space in the NFL. They have Mike McDaniel, who uh, is a disciple of Kyle Shanahan and might have loves some Kirk. Kirk cousins. Probably loves Kirk. And, and by the way, th- those two odd guys would get along well. Mm-hmm. I think McDaniel, who I love, but he's weird. He's a I think weird he, dude. I think he, he and Kirk might actually have a, a social relationship that Mike and Kirk never had. Yeah. That's interesting. So what do you um, think of it? Personally, I am, and I, to be clear here, just to be entirely fair, full disclosure, I am not exactly binging Dolphins games, okay? So, like, Red Zone, Vikings off, I see them, I've seen them, but I am not going through the film, and I'm not a filmsy on Tua. So, just from what I know, and I was into Tua before he got drafted, I have some concerns, but he's still on a cheap contract. And if it didn't work and I got a draft pick back from the Dolphins, I could let Tua walk. Uh, But do I think right now that Tua is the answer? No, I don't. Um, Do I think that if he's cultivated by the right people, that might change? Yes. But I guess I'm really, in some ways, Declan, the more I think about this, and I'm not sure... I'd be curious to hear what direction you're going for the same point. But in some ways, I'm really interested in Quasi and Kevin O'Connell finding their guy in the draft. So like not trying to go get a guy who hasn't done great and develop him. And look, that, that might be the path. I don't know. But I'm just saying the more I think about it, the five years of control, if you get the right guy, and these guys are in place to get the right guy, is really intriguing to me. So if I got back a first-round pick from the Dolphins, which I don't think that you would, but you might get back a third, I guess I'd consider this. But I really have my heart set on these two guys coming in here and finding via the draft their quarterback and that guy being the guy. Mm-hmm. I think two is a, yeah, I think two is a perfect stopgap because, number one, he's a second overall pick. I'm not, I'm not completely out on him potentially being a franchise quarterback. In fact, I can make a case he's still going to be an NFL quarterback for a while. He just might be one of those Marcus Mariota, Teddy Bridgewater types, bounces around, has a nice career, right? Plays 10, 12 years in the NFL, makes a different stops along the way, is a nice little stopgap option. And I, I'd be curious what he does in a different offense. Um, so I, I would be all yeah. about this idea. And and, okay. and the Dolphins make the most sense in terms of the cap space and resources and their new infrastructure. So to be honest, yeah, I think Miami should have been at, at, at the top of our list of recklessly speculating Kirk Cousins' destinations from the get-go. What draft pick do you have to get back from them to do this? Uh, a second. Okay. I would I would take a second back. I don't need a first back. Okay. I'm not adverse to the idea because two is not going to break the bank. And if you don't develop him, he's just going to be gone. Um, And if you'll have a second or third round, preferably a second uh, out of that trade, I don't hate that, but I just, I'm getting my heart set on 
the fact that I really think these two guys need to prove that they can identify and draft and develop a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't hate that. And it, you know what? Bravo. It is really good. Reckless speculation. You're correct. Yeah. Bravo. That's, that's a nice, that's a nice pull. I, it, it's a pull that we have not had. Mm-hmm. And I tend, I tend to agree with you. I'm sort of disappointed in our show. Yeah. No, we've had some great reckless speculation uh, questions and throughout Phil this too, entire weekend. Yeah. And Phil's great. Yeah. Uh, Phil's great. Part. Yeah. We love Phil. Phil Phil's great. No, no, but I'm blaming him too. Like I, we, we should have hit on this one before. Yeah, we should have. I'd like to apologize to our viewers and listeners. We totally should have. Uh, Judd, before we say goodbye on this delicious episode of Reckless Speculation and Purple Daily, uh, we have a new sponsor with us on Purple Daily. And we do, we do, indeed. We would like to welcome the people from Valley Park Medical Clinic, which is dedicated to providing breakthrough ED remedies to men in the greater Minneapolis area. The only clinic in the state to use what they call True Pulse Protocol, one of the most effective solutions for ED that is available. You will meet with your medical provider who will review your history, examine you, and supervise your treatments. Treatments. Good news here, folks. Surgery-free, drug-free, non-invasive. The Valley Park Medical Clinic team is highly trained, obviously. We'll work with you in a discreet manner and will make you feel at home so you can ask any question in a professional and confidential environment. How do you find them? Go online at valleyparkmedicalclinic.com, valleyparkmedicalclinic.com. As a guy who's 52, I know that this is a sensitive subject. It can be embarrassing, but don't be, again, discreet help here, valleyparkmedicalclinic, or yes, clinic.com. Appreciate you guys for sticking with us. Hit that subscribe button right here on this YouTube channel, Vikings Ventline right here on this channel tomorrow with some Vikings fans as well. We'll be talking some reckless speculation. And, and Declan Goff. And myself. Featuring Declan Goff. That's right. Co-host this week, host of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been questioned why you, your name is not on the hockey show. Yes. Some people in the media, let me just say this with some influence, might have phoned me to say, what's the problem with you and why is Declan's name not on that show? To which I caught to being egomaniac. Yeah. Some, somewhat of an ass, mm-hmm. and I'm out, out of control. Yeah, mostly egomaniac. But, I, I wouldn't call myself that, an I'm ass. besides that, I'm good. Yeah, besides, besides that, I'm, I'm, I can be an ass, I guess. All right, goodbye.